I think uh, that that conference was actually the first time I heard a Christian rapper. I forgot his name. It was like Flame, Flame or something like Flame that. <laughs> it starts like belting it, bro, like killing it on the mic. I'm like, dang, this guy is super good. And then we stopped singing, worship ends. He's like, all right, what's up, everybody? My name's Jabin. Like, I'm the pastor here. I'm like, yeah. this is yeah. the pastor, bro. But I would say this season has been my favorite small group season mm. like ever. Hey, everybody. Everybody, it's Austin. Welcome back to another episode of the Choose and Ads podcast. Tyler and I are joined by our friend Zach. In this episode, we talk about worship music, what it's like leading small groups at our church. And at the very end, we do a Q&A, which we had a lot of fun filming. Before we get to the episode, I want to give quick shout outs to three of our Instagram followers, Caleb, Ezra, and Chantel. Thank you so much for your support. If you don't already follow us, our Instagram is at the Tuesday Nights Podcast. So we hope to interact with you on there. And with that said, we hope you enjoy the episode. Started working out again this week. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Nice. Awful. Yeah. Awful. That was awful. What about well, it? You're doing those intervals though, right? The hit ones, the like the cardio ones. Kind of. E. You're doing both like strength training and uh, endurance cardio. More so like endurance cardio. Yeah. Not really strength anymore. Yeah. I used, I, spend like a lot of my high school middle school days like strength training did like, you have like a strength training club club yeah no well, you were we, we, we had Ed. it in high school where it was like an after school program yeah and you it's just a bunch of guys and sometimes there's girls in there that just strength train and then oh, they do sick. like competition for like bench and deadlift mm -hmm. that's a vibe yeah yeah i wish i wish my school was big enough to do where did that. you go i went to this a, a small private school called black mountain academy it uh, it's not even, it's not even. Is that here? <laughs> no, it is. It's here in Vegas. No, it's on <laughs> Black Mountain on like Old Henderson towards Old Henderson. Oh, and, uh, on a um, what is that called, bro? Um, the the two the fifteen and the oh man, what is that place called? Horizon Ridge. It used to be there, and they moved. And then they well, and the, yeah, and then they moved because they couldn't afford the building. Uh, but we also used to be on like the hill where like on Gibson. You know where those apartments are? Yeah. On kind Gibson? of like curves. The tip, uh -huh. yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like at the end the of Gibson. Yeah. And that's where we used to be too. We used to It was small though, yeah, you said? It was small, but yeah. I mean, it's it still cool, bro. And like back in it's like heyday and stuff. Yeah. Right now it's like a learning center. So I mean like, mm. so it's cool cause it's like, they're not school anymore. So they're not like held back to like just doing school stuff. Yeah. They could actually like do like learning center stuff. So that's cool, man. I mean, I learned like, uh, I, I mean, I got safe there Yeah. too. So I mean like oh, that sick. helped with my yeah. like, yeah, that helped with my like, uh, what is it called? Just like getting to know Jesus back then. And like, even though I didn't even, I didn't really read scripture that much. Yeah. Uh, when I read the Bible, it's just because I did it. I didn't really like understand it at all. Um, but it was, yeah, I got saved back in like 2012 at a choir, the fire young. conference in Anaheim, Cali. It was so sick, dude. Yeah. That was when like, Christian conferences were just like so big and like they just oh, happened yeah. frequently, bro. Eh, yeah. I miss that. I miss that. Yeah, that was it was so left fun. and right. I remember um I went to I forgot the name a thousand thousand pines or something like that. It was in uh -huh. California. It was uh -huh. like a middle school slash high school camp. And it was up in the mountains. And that's kind of that was kind of part of when I like got saved. But oh, dude, like California has some like sick camps for dude, the youth. The uh do you remember uh do you remember, do you guys listen to Thousand Foot Crutch? 
when you were younger, they were like a Christian, like hardcore no. band or like no. rock band. It was, dude, it was, they like played at the conference that I was at and it was so much fun. It was just like a- What a, is it like, called? A thousand foot crutch, I believe is what they're called. That's like an old school. Sounds lame. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was so cool. It, like it was just super entertaining because it was like, I've never, I didn't think that Christians could like do that. Yeah. Or like, like back then when I was like 12 years old, I didn't understand. Like that was probably like my first time mm -hmm. being in that type of like environment. Um, the like the Christian atmosphere with like a worship team. Yeah, uh, I remember I got saved to what's that one song? Uh, oh, nothing but the blood of yeah, Jesus. you're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut. Cut no, off. I remember when um, I first heard Lecrae. It was kind of like middle oh, school, high school, yeah, 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 and I was yeah. like, wow, this. What song did you hear? Um, church, uh, church. Uh, church plant or church? He doesn't know. All right, next. Yeah, next. <laughs> next, next. No, it was cut it. No, legit. It was a theme song of the camp. So every time we had the big service oh. in the auditorium, it was the walk-in song. So like every time uh, you, we would all be walking just in, and it would be it's church something, and dude, it was so hype. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I heard something like non, um, non like classic Christian. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I was sick. I think uh, that. That conference was actually the first time I heard a Christian rapper at the same time. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. I, so like that Christian, I, I, I forgot his name. It was like Flame, Flame or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flame <laughs> No, it was like, it was some like, it was like Flame <laughs> something. Yeah. Flame-o. Flame-o or something like that. Flame-o bitch. It was all right. I mean, I got his, I got his album because I thought it was so cool. I think I still have it somewhere like buried underneath my bed or something like that. Yeah, but keep I mean, it like, buried. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this is not, dude. It's probably cracked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was the first time I ever. Been, that was like a lot. I just experienced a lot back then. Yeah. yeah. Hey, dude, I I I knew there was always Christian rap, but I never started listening to it because I was like, man, it's probably corny. Whack. Yeah, yeah. it's probably whack. And a lot of it probably, a lot of yeah. it were really. Yeah. Until back then. until Ethan sent me a song by Holvey. Yeah. It was yeah. called "Have Me." Yeah. It, it, mm -hmm. I started listening to it last year. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is tight. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Now, it's, now I'm, now I'm just, I love Christian rap now. Yeah. It's so much different. It's so different now. Like it's, yeah. I mean, Lecrae was a, the only one that yeah. was like, I thought that was like really, really good. Especially but. when you don't want to listen to secular music, but you still want to listen to, or no, it's when you still want to listen to like secular type of music, mm -hmm. but you want to keep it Christian. Yeah. Like Holvey, yeah. like when I learned Holvey, Hobie's that's game, yeah. game over. Yeah, that was a game changer for sure. He yeah, got Forrest Frank now. Forrest, yeah. Um, um, I listen to Don Reddy. Kingdom Wave. I've just Kingdom Wave is dope. Kingdom Wave is so sick. Yeah, I was like just blasting it. Chris Chris Brown type the of Chris type Brown of vibe, style. bro. Um, yeah. Oh, is that the way who you were playing before this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I was literally about to say that. He yeah. literally sounds like his voice, the yeah. way he sings. I'm like, dang, this sounds like Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Chris. Yeah. It's crazy how in Elevation they have the, um, the main singer, Chris it's Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Chris Brown. how common. And he's fine. No, dude, he's been with them for a minute too. Cause yeah. I, I, I remember when he was like, when it was like the, uh, like there is a cloud. If, do you guys remember no. that song? Like no. They, oh, no, I'm not gonna sing it. There's a like, cloud, <laughs> huh? There's a cloud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like a weather Christian song. You know what's interesting is I it's didn't know that yeah. Stephen Furtick actually is a songwriter. 
Like he sings yeah, a good amount of the Elevation Worship yeah. songs. And then they- Sings it or writes it? No, Dude. he writes it. Oh. He helps like, yeah. pro- writes it, produces it. Like he, I, I was listening to um, Craig Rochelle at his leadership podcast and he had Stephen Furtick on. Yeah. And like, they were just like talking about it. And Stephen Furtick was just like talking about how like, it's when he like goes into like the production room, like they're just literally throwing ideas. Yeah. And he was like, I forgot what he said, like the lyric he said, but he was, he just like made up some stupid lyric and he was like, he's like, it's just cool to like, we could even say like this lyric. Yeah. And like, <laughs> even if it's a bad one, like we're able to just be like, oh no, that's not really, right. it's not like what we're looking for and something like that. So it's cool that he was saying how it's cool that they could just like throw out material. Yeah. I mean, like imagine being in that room and like, no, oh, it's, man, it's dude, they're just, sick. all these guys are just like throwing out material when they were like doing, uh, I don't know, uh, like, maverick city and elevations like, oh yeah bro, that must have been crazy yeah yeah there, there was one video where i think stephen furtick was doing flow during mm-hmm. a random um sunday service and it was just random lyrics and then like they they took it to the studio and it actually made it into a song oh, like in, i don't know like if city light does that where like we flow into just you know, like Pastor Jabin goes into flow. Yeah. And then yeah. those those lyrics that he says, yeah. like we make into a song. Yeah, I don't know if he, he's, he, I don't know if he's done it officially yet. He's uh, probably I'm sure sitting he's, on a bunch of like. Yeah, there was this one song that he was like, he did like on a flow that was like, it had like, uh, like weight in it. And he was like flowing on it. Cause I remember I, I typed it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like he, he was like flowing on it. He was like, someone make that, someone write that down. Like it's gonna be a future song. Yeah. And I don't think I've heard it ever since. But I mean, like, it's just cool that like he could flow yeah. like that, you know? Especially if you're like a singer-songwriter and you're the pastor. For real, dude. Yeah. For real. Well, I remember when I was first started going to City Light and I <laughs> and I seen Pastor Javen, like, right, there is just the normal worship team on stage. And then I see just this random dude coming, walking up towards the front. I'm like, who's this guy? And starts like belting it, bro. Like killing it on the mic. I'm like, dang, this guy is super good. And then we stopped singing. Worship ends. He's like, all right. Like, what's up, everybody? My name's Jabin. Like, I'm the pastor here. I'm like, this is the pastor, bro? (laughs) It's like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, this guy got it all. It's honestly, I feel like unheard of where like a pastor actually is solid at saw that singing or they were like you know um they, i don't know they what is it called when they sing at church um worship like a worship leader yeah oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah dude he was yeah. no i remember like seeing him because yeah. he was he uh when he was at another church over here he was the youth pastor mm-hmm. so then i remember seeing him i would go to that service sometimes and like i would see him worshiping yeah and he was just like just like paler had some hair like had a hair on (laughs) him and everything like a fuller like but like i just remember like being like oh dang this is cool because then he would just take it off and he'd just be sweating and then he'd just like go into like preaching and he'd go ham into preaching oh yeah it did it and i'm like dude this is great yeah Yeah, i love it i don't i don't know how he would how he is on mondays just the the day after all that like if you're singing and you're preaching yeah just full day of rest probably yeah i'd still be singing yeah. And I still be pretty much yeah. kidding. Yeah. Well, I remember, like, remember when, uh, we were, when we were doing the 6 p.m.? Yeah. So, like, we were literally doing five, five services Dude. a day? Dude, I remember, I just, I was, like, thinking, man, not just our worship team, but also he's just going ham with just, like, messages and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes he'll just be, like, yelling. It's, like, extended worship. Yeah, extended exactly. uh, sermon. Yeah. Probably Dude, imagine guys, bro, because they, man, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was four services in the morning, then the the night service. Mm -hmm. Like, that's great. Like spent the rest of that time in between just not saying a single word. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> now we have it much nicer where it's just three services. Yeah. Man, shout out City Light, man. man. Spoiled. We've gotten, we've, there's been just so much blessing through City Light. I mean, one of it is like we're, we're all small group leaders. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah, man. Uh, we're actually all in different small groups right now. Yeah. So yeah. you guys lead. Uh, a man's group yeah and then i lead a, a husband's group mm -hmm. but what is what has that been like for you guys i mean talk about talk about your group with with jason like what it is how many people oh, man. are in it man uh it sucks i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no, but like no it's i mean it's amazing honestly like uh we have about like i would say like <clears throat> seven consistent guys that yeah. are coming oh that's awesome um and that's it's good. just yeah it's been great dude uh I would say a big takeaway so far is the uh, how how comfortable they are with each other now. Mm -hmm. uh, Do they kind of all know each other? Or? No, I mean, I mean, yes, some of them like we like I know like two guys in the yeah. group before um, just from like the past, and then like Jason knows them too. But then the other guys they don't know them. Yeah, so it's cool to like kind of like sit back. Like these past few weeks, like me and Jason have just been. We're kind of quiet, yeah. You know, which is cool because then it like you, we're only there to just mediate the conversation, yeah, and like the discussion and everything like that. But when the relationships happen, when they just start mm -hmm. conversing with each other and them laying out how they're feeling or like what mm -hmm. they've been going through, yeah, uh, and that you know that opens up to someone else being like, oh, hey, you know, giving some wisdom into that conversation and everything mm -hmm. like that. So it's cool that they're able to converse. And then another person could just throw in with <clears throat> wisdom and then you just let it flow from there, bro. It's been a blessing, honestly. Yeah. It's it's cool to like, it's cool to uh, to be a part of that, like yeah. to witness that again. Like it's just, it's it's awesome, bro. I like how you said that you're mainly more quiet and you're just kind of there to facilitate. Right. Um, and that's like a misconception that I thought I had, or I, a misconception I had when I was going into my first small group was I thought I needed to know everything. I thought I needed to like know scripture left and right yeah. and know how to pray really well. But really you're just there to facilitate the conversation. Right. And it's really just about the the people in your group. Yeah. Um, and that just really so much weight. Cause when I was, when I did my first group, like I pretty much just let everybody else talk, you yeah. know? And if, if the conversation did lead astray, then I would go in or if they like, talked about a specific topic that I had the experience in, then I talk. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's also like my pers personality where I tend to just not really talk as much unless it's like needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it's funny because me and Ethan are like com like just completely opposite. <laughs> you guys are. Dude, he's like the most <laughs> extroverted and the most like introverted. So during our small group. It's a healthy balance. It's a healthy balance. <laughs> For like he'd be, he'd be, he's so good at leading and really facilitating the conversations yeah and he he talks a lot and i'm there to kind of just fill in but it's it's such a it's been such a blessing mm -hmm. and it's crazy because we only have really two or three other guys in a group and i know you guys yeah. you have even less yeah yeah um but i would say this season has been my favorite small group season mm -hmm. like ever yeah. and it's <clears throat> i don't know there's just something about it where um Maybe because it's a husband's group right. and I've never been in a husband's only group or if it's just the vulnerability 
or um, I'm, I'm just growing in my faith and I'm able to express my faith a little bit more. But man, something about like this. I love season. that you guys are doing a husband's group, bro. Yeah. I feel like this is it's so crazy. Needed. And I, yeah. I told Ethan, I, I tell him a lot too. And the guys, like I originally wanted just a men's group, mm-hmm. right? I wanted to keep it general. Yeah. And then Ethan pushed me into like, okay, let's do a husband's. Like there's not really husband's group out there. That's true. Yeah. And then first week was fire. Second week was even better. And then like every week gets better and better. Mm-hmm. And it's great because you know when like, if you're in a small group and there's like married people and then there's like single people, um, if you're married, like I don't, I wouldn't want to talk too much about being married. Right. Because then like the person that may be single may just tune out. Yeah. And yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. With this group, I can always relate it back to being a husband mm. and and have the peace of mind knowing that like they're not going to tune out on me or they're going to have something else to say. Right. So I don't know. I I love a husband's group now. Do I it. may, you know, I may want to do it again in the future. Do it. Yeah. You should. Yeah. You should yeah. keep doing that. Yeah. Or just even like <clears throat> or even setting a cap of a smaller group, you know, I think because the right. cap right now is like 12. I think so. I think something yeah. like that. But I honestly love like like six or less yeah the smaller groups are where it's at yeah, yeah this is smaller, the better a lot, it's just so much more in, intimate yeah <clears throat> yeah for sure and everybody else everybody can kind of talk yeah yeah they have time mm-hmm. yeah like a lot of people have like like the they have a lot more time to like talk and it's not like you, the other person's like taking up time for like all the other people and stuff like that so, yeah yeah that's no. always clutch what about you how's your group dude my group is awesome um i'm leaning with bronson we're doing a men's group too hey. and it's funny because when I originally had, I was, it was just me leading, going to be leading the group at my, my apartment. But then I remember tearing, <clears throat> tearing down at the 1145 service. And then Brownson was outside holding uh, Uriah. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, and we we're just talking. And then we got into the conversation of leading the group together, like super last minute. Mm-hmm. I think it was two weeks or the first week of signups. Yeah, it was. We decided to lead a group together and we, our first night was at my apartment because that's what it was originally set for. But then, because Bronson lives like on the other yeah. side of the city from me, yeah. I'm like, dude. <laughs> and we have um, our Bible studies the day after. I'm yeah. like, dude, I don't want you keep want you Three to keep times. driving, driving back and forth on this yeah. side of town. Like, let's be somewhere in the middle. First week was awesome. We had one guy show up, and bro, just the amount of wisdom that was being spit out mm-hmm. that first that first night, I was like. It, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then the second week we moved to a restaurant. It's a Jason's Deli. Jason's Deli. Yeah. yeah. It's so dope in there. Cause um, like, it's not that busy yeah. for the time that we come in. And what the cool thing is too, that there is a, there's like a group of these like older women sitting at a table and it's a big group yeah and i just look at them like dude i wonder what kind of group they are yeah because <laughs> yeah. they, they've been showing up every monday every monday too and then they oh, leave sick. they so leave like right after we start oh okay yeah so it's like the timing is just too perfect mm-hmm. yeah. and then we had two new guys join and with the cool thing about it was that the one of the guys who hit me up just only started going to city life for like two weeks mm-hmm. and immediately like from there was joined the small group. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's super cool. Yeah. And not only that, he invited his friend that didn't even, that didn't attend the church yet. Yeah. And <clears throat> he's been coming consistently since then. 
and like they just been there's they just been showing up every week and the more they show up like i just love how more they feel comfortable yeah, around, dude. around the, the conversation and leading with Bronson too is so good. Cause Bronson has so much wisdom. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that guy spits fire. And these, um, and then last week actually was one of the guys' first time, um, going to city light Dope. Bro, and loved it. Yeah. And just hearing the feedback from them. But I think the biggest takeaway I've gotten from small group this season is literally just the joy of leading one there's just a joy of leading one mm -hmm. being in one is 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 nice but like the joy of leading one and like hearing people in the beginning of their faith and real and like kind of reminiscing on that like i was there too yeah yeah and it's like i just can't wait to see the growth in these people because yeah. yeah. we i see it every week how more vulnerable and how like big their talking has been mm -hmm. in regards to like their faith. I'm like, I just see leveling up every week. I'm just like, dude, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. This is so cool. Yeah, but I love it. I, I love think it. just being a part of someone's journey <clears throat> in the beginning is so rewarding because I remember it was my first small group that I led a few semesters ago. And there was this guy that came like midway, like we were already kind of settled in, but um, he hit me up and like he decided to come and he was kind of new to his faith. And he came in with a lot of questions, mm. whether it's like good questions or like um, just kind of t testing his faith. Um, and it tested me too, because I didn't know how to answer this guy where um, he, he, he said like, he knows that Jesus died on the cross for us, mm -hmm. but he doesn't know exactly like why, mm. or like he doesn't get it. Mm. Um, but fast forward now, seeing from when he was honestly like very reserved, very guarded, very mm -hmm. shy, yeah. not serving at church. To now I see him at church serving. Wow. Um, oh, he yeah. does load yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And he, he's in two small groups. Like he's in JR's small group. Let's go. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And <sighs> man, groups, like, bro. dude, it's, it's like, wow, I'm, I may not be, the reason why he's doing all this, and I don't want to be, but I was a small part of that. Yeah. And just planting that seed in him, mm -hmm. which was funny because at that time I felt kind of defeated when I was a small group leader because I thought I failed him. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it was it's not really my job to carry him across his journey. Right. It's, it's not your job that's to save true. him either. Dude. Yeah, dude. That's that, that's, that's so true. So true. And I and I like carry that now with every season that I'm leading a small group is mm -hmm. like, we're just here to, to plant that seed, but, yeah. and to encourage. Yeah. And if it doesn't go our way mm -hmm. in, in terms of like um, their trajectory or their path, yeah. like yeah. that's really God's will, mm -hmm. you know? But I wanted to bring up like struggles of mm. leading a small group, Ooh. Um, whether it's big or small. I think wanting to talk too much Yes. Because yeah, like no, as a leader, so, you do have to hold yourself back. That's so true, bro. And I remember um here like uh Omar would say, like being a small group leader is 70% listening, 30% mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yep. speaking. Yep. And as much as I want to talk, I have to bite my tongue. I'm like, okay, this is I like what I'm doing is creating a safe space for these guys to yeah. talk and I'm just mm -hmm. here listening. Yeah. And then I can pitch in when yeah. I can. I think yeah. that's the biggest struggle is not wanting like yeah. the struggle of like 
hey, I want to say this, I want to say this, I want to keep yeah. talking and just keep going and going and going and yeah. feel like I got to teach them and, and like preach. But when I'm not, we're not there to teach or preach. We're just there to, like you said, mediate the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for me, I think that's the struggle. And you got to read the room too, especially yeah. as yeah. co-leads. <clears throat> it's great because if our other co-lead is talking a lot, then we can kind of read the room. Like, okay, yeah. what's the, what's everybody's mm -hmm. body language? How is everybody taking this in? Because this past week, uh, there was this topic that we were talking about and he was kind of going off and he was talking a lot. And I was like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> fire what you're talking about though. But it was like starting to like really drag. Mm -hmm. And I was reading the room and like the guys weren't as, uh, they weren't participating or they weren't very attentive. Mm -hmm. um, but I got a heart check because as soon as he stopped talking, like the guy had like follow-up questions and he was very, very mm. like attentive. And, wow. um, so that's that's kind of my struggle sometimes is kind of reading the room where like I I based everything off of how someone looks and how they're, they look like they're receiving it. And if someone's very like, very like this and they're like very guarded and very mm. reserved, in my mind, I, I feel like I'm failing, mm. right? Yeah. But it may just be that like the Holy Spirit's still working in and through them. Mm -hmm. um, and opposite, like if someone's very like, like, you know, really like listening in to what I'm saying and like smiling, yeah, like straight <laughs> into my eye. I'm like, yo, this guy's like really getting it. But yeah. I don't know, he may not, he may just be showing that he's yeah alert and like i'm looking at you and stuff but not really yeah understanding what you're just staring off at his face yeah. it just looks like he's looking yeah. at you yeah. instantly forgets yeah <laughs> i think well, i love what you said because uh talking too much but also <clears throat> talking too little yeah yeah like for yeah. me that's why me and e are just so well balanced because <clears throat> we have a like a healthy like amount of talking and also facilitating where where I talk less, he compensates by talking a little mm -hmm. bit more. Right. Um, but I know that that comes with, you know, just growth mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah. knowing what to say and when to say it. Yeah. Um, because when I first led a small group, I was doing probably like 10% talking. Yeah. And it was because I was kind of immature in my faith in the sense that I didn't know how to answer <clears throat> like biblical questions. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Initially, it was a lot of biblical questions. Yeah. So it was kind of navigating, um, navigating the room. Yeah. 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 I would say the same, honestly, the same thing is because for me and Jay, we're, we're, we could both talk. Yeah. We, we could both I talk. Can see it. Like, yeah. but, but I can see that, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why I said like, you know, these past few weeks, we just haven't been talking as much. Uh, yeah. I feel like we just, <clears throat> we've just understood that. Um, but we could talk so much about stuff uh and just kind of like get into like what someone's like saying and like kind of hit them up with like some wisdom and stuff yeah but yeah we i for me at least i i want to try and stop and let someone else yeah, yeah. do the wisdom uh yeah. and open up the room if anything i'm just i could i because okay like last week or this past monday i would say i had an i like i was going to like say something and i had it like planned out i was like okay this is cool to like the question that we have mm -hmm. and i was going to say something dude i ended up not saying anything mm -hmm. at all to it just because the conversations that were like flowing through other people it was it just, just natural bro and it's just it like itself, if i would have yeah. said something it just would have been me pushing wisdom where it at doesn't really yeah. need to be pushed you know yeah. like and and that's just unnecessary like so, you broke the rhythm you're breaking the rhythm of like 
the Holy Spirit moving in yeah. that room. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. And it, it wasn't like, and, and honestly, in that, during that time, I was just like thinking, oh, should I say this? I was like, nah, this Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hell, honestly, the Holy Spirit was like checking me and was like, nah, you don't need to say it. You're, yeah. Just one, chill. One thing I love too is that like, there will always be that one person who is just on fire. Oh, oh yeah. In the group. Always, bro. Always. There's always that one. And I love it because I just, I let them lead the combo because mm -hmm. they stick with it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're rocking it. Like sometimes, like I don't even have to lead because the guys are leading. Yeah, the the conversation themselves. Yeah. And like, dude, this is so awesome. I just love listening yeah. to the hearing the guys speak in my group. Yeah. Like I just I love it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, if you really think about it, like that we're birthing leaders for yeah. the church. You know, Facts. honestly, like for them to uh, not to push on them to serve, but honestly to to get the conversations flowing to where they open up to it mm -hmm. and like yeah. think that they could start serving and then get into leading a small group. Yeah. Cause ever, honestly, people have wisdom, bro. Yeah. Like they do. Like there's, I mean like the guys in my group just have a ton of, like there's so many people that just have so much wisdom and I'm just blown away every single week just by what's like being said and mm -hmm. stuff. So it's like, yeah, we're, we're literally like, we are building up the next leaders yeah. in our mm -hmm. position, just like before, like, the people who did that for mm -hmm. us, you know? Mm -hmm. so True. Yeah. I think another struggle for me too, because I'm the youngest, mm -hmm. I'm the youngest in my group. So I feel like, like, yeah, I don't have nothing to offer, mm -hmm. but all I do, I can just offer just a simple, just a yeah. simple, like one liner. Yeah. And like, that's it. <laughs> I have what I have and what I, but like, yeah, the biggest struggle was like, dang, I'm younger than everyone <clears throat> here. Like everyone's way older than me. Yeah. And, but, no, it's also yeah. the voice of the enemy getting to me like you're I too young that. like you don't have enough wisdom you don't know yeah this yeah. and that but then i tell myself I'm like well i am young but i'll be reading the word yeah <laughs> i know i pray i know i get in the bible i know i go to church and take a lot of notes i know i do my studies so right. whatever i have to offer i'm gonna offer it yeah yeah no yeah. i want to add on to that because um you know we have a husband's group me and ethan don't have kids but pretty much everyone else has kids. Mm -hmm. So there's this there's this one guy who has two kids, I think a four-year-old and a six-year-old <clears throat> has been married way longer than I've been married. You know, I've been married less than two years. So in my mind, I'm like, this guy has way more knowledge than me. Like, what right. am I going to add on to his marriage, right. yeah. his marriage or like being a husband? But what was funny is that there was this one week where, bro, I just felt like the Holy Spirit, I was just... I was just like going off. Like I've it just, everything flowed and I felt like I was um, saying the right stuff. And essentially I was just talking about, um, you know, when we first got married and still now we prioritize date nights. Uh -huh. We always pray together. We always pray before going to bed and we don't sleep uh, angry at each other. And, um, and then he, at the very end, he was just like, like I, essentially saying he was really glad that he heard me talk mm. because he's been married for like, I don't know, 10 years or so. And he's kind of lost some of that. Yeah. Like lost the, the uh, mandatory date nights. He's lost wow. the, the fire for the family. And I was like, dang God, like I may not be married as long as him, but if I can be an example of what I think a good husband should be to someone who's well mature and they, like see it um, and they, now they have that fire in them. Like that's so reassuring as a small group leader, right? Right. Because we may not know everything. We may not have all the experience, but it doesn't matter like who's in the room. Um, 
someone's going to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's you're learning from someone who's, who has less experience or you're learning from someone who has more experience. Yeah. And that's what I love about being a small group leader. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to lead anymore. Yeah, bro. I'm so, this is, I'm, I'm back into it this season. Well, I was leading like interest groups, Mm -hmm. you know, like workout groups and stuff like that. But I mean, getting back into a discussion group is what I really want to do this season. And, uh, just being able to have a group where we could talk about like the word uh, and honestly just kind of get deep with some guys, you know, like, you know, what they're going through and everything. Um, Like this past week, bro, was some deep questions. Dude, I know. (laughs) Some questions were deep. Some good ones, And there was a lot of vulnerability vulnerability that that my guys answered with. And I was like, dude, thank you. I just love the appreciation or giving the people the appreciation that they deserve because they opened up right certain things right. like i feel like they deserve that and yeah. i just love it yeah yeah i'm not going to name drop but i think this is really really i just thought of it when you said that <clears throat> with vulnerability um again i feel like i could i could share this because i'm not really saying any names mm-hmm. right is that is that cool yeah say? do it yeah okay. i don't you don't need to say anyone's name okay you know so you know this could be a general story but it's yeah. very like it's true anyways so ethan yeah. <laughs> now one of my i don't know if you're gonna be watching this bro but um <laughs> I, I applaud i applaud him for this so this past i'm gonna bring it back two weeks two weeks ago okay okay so we talk about porn and the addiction of porn yeah. and pretty much everybody in the room has said, you know, I've broken away from porn for a year. I haven't, um, po- I haven't watched porn or I haven't masturbated in three years. So that's everybody in the room. Right. 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 But this guy, um, he hasn't broken that yet. Right. So he still struggles with it. Right. And, uh, you know, we didn't, re- I didn't really like, um, force any conversation there i just let it be yeah right i just let 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 the holy spirit talk to him the following week comes which is this past week he goes yo like i haven't watched porn in about a week since last uh since last small group Mm -hmm. and it was because we talked about it Mm -hmm. and now like i'm continuing the streak and it was all because you guys were open about it yeah it was because you guys were vulnerable about it and i was like Bro, thank you for for being open and honest. Right, and uh, I love what he said. He was just like, it, it's still a struggle to him. Yeah, and yeah. it's still a struggle to everybody. You know what I mean? It's like those are temptations that are never going to go away. But I just love how when somebody is, especially when someone's consistent in your group, when they mm-hmm. show up week in week out, you get to see them grow. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because um, that guy could have taken it as discouragement. Right, right, right. He was in a room full of people who have broken yeah, that stronghold, Holy Spirit, right? and he could have been like, "Yo, I'm never gonna be able yeah. to do this." I'm not worthy. Yeah, 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 like, dang, I I can't do this for a whole year. I can't do yeah. this for three years. Yeah. But something in him, the Holy Spirit, was like, "You need to break this right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even like looking at it a different way, it's like, this is three years. That's possible mm-hmm. if they could do it. Yeah, I could do it for real. You know, yeah, I think it's encouraging. There's another side of that too. Maybe he's seen it that way, but I just that's awesome. Yeah, and we were also <clears> encouraging <throat> for him, and it's I I love how I love the atmosphere that the group had that night, mm-hmm. where um like it's not like we're judgmental or we're oh, yeah. or shaming of it right. because we've all been there and we you know everybody goes through their own struggle, but the fact that it's just uh 
an encourage an encouraging room yeah was great and then seeing it a whole week later where he brought it up himself like nobody asked right like the conversation wasn't even like we weren't even talking about porn yeah like yeah. out of nowhere he goes actually guys i wanted to tell you guys something like this whole week i didn't and i was like that's awesome. I was sick. Props to you guys though, because you yeah. guys created a space for him to be comfortable. Yeah, being open with that. Yeah, so yeah. props bro. to you, bro. And if he comes back and says that he slipped, I'll be like, "All right, like, okay, let's talk about it. How are we gonna? How are you gonna like get back on it? You know?" Yeah. Um, and that's the that's the atmosphere. I feel like, you know, leaders should have is yeah. how can you create a space where someone is gonna be vulnerable enough to talk about their struggles, but also be vulnerable enough to say when they slipped up. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And a space where like everybody is, is as accountable as possible. Yeah. Right. I mean, that just reminds me of us, mm -hmm. our two and eight groups and how accountable we are, not oh, yeah. to each other, but with ourselves to each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things like, dang, just like we have a group like this. Now you're creating another group where mm -hmm. people can be accountable just yeah. like that and how much freedom there is in that. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is like, in my eyes, when someone says that they've they've they're overcoming um or they've overcome a battle or stronghold it gives me it gives me joy right yeah right. but when someone also tells me that they slipped up it gives me also kind of the same amount of joy because mm -hmm. not that i'm encouraging not yeah. that i'm encouraging that uh that addiction or whatever but it's because that guy you just trusted me with right. their like right with what they're what they're talking about mm -hmm. And so it's funny because there's joy in both ways in my eyes, yeah. right? Like, yes, I love that you, you've, you've been a whole year, whole three years, like sober off of this, but it gives me so much joy that you just told me that you slipped up yeah. and like, and that's okay. And yeah. I was just like, oh, man, mm. there's like, there's feelings that come from small <laughs> groups that I feel like I just never anticipate yeah, before, right. before the whole season. No, dude, it's, I think I'm always, I'm just surprised yeah. almost every week, honestly. Yeah. I mean, just with, not even just like, just with the combos that can come out of it, you know? Mm. Um, I feel like it always, it, it tests my knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And it also just tests how, how I could react. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause there's one way I could react and it could just be the like, oh, whoa, <laughs> no, <laughs> what you no, I can, I can what? definitely, and I feel like, and I, feel like, and I yeah. think that that's, I think that that can be common, yes. honestly, with just yeah. like Christians, yeah. mm -hmm. they can be like, they can react like, but you can choose how you react, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, uh, the Holy Spirit is in the room. Like when we do, like it's the atmosphere is like with the Holy Spirit and everything, yeah. but we're the, we are the ones to, uh, that have the wisdom to talk yeah. and, yeah. and have like, and are able to, uh, guide the conversations, mm -hmm. you know, and we can make a difference just by how we react to people. Yeah. And that's so cool. Cause it's like how you and E are doing, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it makes a difference because now not even just him, but it honestly tells the other people that they can open up with whatever they are dealing with. Not even if it's just porn, but just with yeah. like all gambling issues or something like that, or like or any type of, or any other yeah. type of thing, bro. Like it, it just, op it with someone opening up in that atmosphere, it creates, it opens the door for everyone else yeah. Yeah. to open up. It's literally like an avalanche where oh, it starts out small, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Someone just drops a little Ooh, gem like and that. then and over the whole... time, throughout the next hour, hour and a yeah. half, two hours, 
everybody it's just a giant ball of, yeah. of snow and it runs yeah. over them yeah <laughs> Dude, imagine like imagine someone uh says that they slipped up or they sinned and you have a button that just plays a loud siren <laughs> It's 2319. Yeah. And then just people clean up. How dare you? Yeah. Get out of my house right now, you sinner. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's all my like my all my guys are they're very for, I think it was honestly from the get-go, dude. And it was it started with just one guy opening yeah, up about yeah. stuff. And like from there, it's kind of like um everyone else is just able to lay it out. And I have so I have uh I have like two other guys in my small group who just like they 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 can like spit wisdom and then they can also just like ask a ton of questions yeah. which is so cool because then it's like they'll ask questions and then i don't i mean i don't have to jump into it even though i do have something to say yeah. i'll really wait for someone to say something yeah. and just be like and, and it does like it just like happens yeah. you know oh that's so cool yeah dang all right i got um to change up the pace a little bit i got a couple questions just some random Ooh, questions just to lighten up it, the, i don't have answers yeah, i don't have answers <laughs> nothing too crazy all right. Is it math questions? Yeah, M-A-T <laughs> from DJ's episode. I never did that. Yeah. What <laughs> what emoji do you use the most right now? Oh, this one, why? <laughs> oh, covenant. Covenant, covenant, covenant. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> you have been using that a lot. I have been. But nobody probably, nah. only like, a handful of people know. Uh, I've been doing because uh, when I text, I'll I'll if I respond to someone, I'll I'll kind of like make it like a like a Neanderthal is talking or like like oh me like this, and then I'll do it a gorilla. Yeah. Wait, is that how you So your normal voice. Like, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I just do it. Yeah, and I just get yeah. going throughout the whole day without me noticing. Yeah. <laughs> So that's where it comes from. Yeah. So I'll send either that or the orangutan because I think they're just like funniest. Why is yeah. it all monkeys? Because they're just because <laughs> you're built like because because I watched Planet of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mine is the honestly I use the fire emo fire emoji so much and I'm starting to hate it. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm it's the number one bro. comment on any Instagram. It's so easy to comment, dude. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Just fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to hate it. Fuego, fire I love how we, we, I bet when you, uh, when you type that emoji and you're just like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, when you're typing up the, the laughing emoji and you're just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a straight face. <laughs> like that, is, dude, that is, that was so funny. Or you go, yeah. Lamau. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting in the corner in your room just, and yeah. you're just like quiet. <laughs> when I do the ape one, I'm actually hanging. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm actually eating a banana. And I'm like, You're so dumb, dude. <laughs> I can see this fall on the tree texting people. I'm though. actually swinging. <laughs> He's eating a banana. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, my gosh. What other questions? Um, all right, here we go. That was a good, good question. Yeah, I like that. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? I know mine. Oh, bro, what I, are my biggest? My biggest pet peeve is when chewing sounds, like when people are just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good thing you, you uh, threw away your gum. Yeah, right? I, I had gum. I had gum in my mouth, and I yeah. was like, "Man, I shouldn't be doing this." Yeah. I just just something about that sound that just takes me off. Bro. I'm like, yeah, hey, "Yo, next episode, let's just chew gum the whole time." <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, mine is when people walk slow, bro. Oh, I am yeah. such a dude. So ask, elderlies, huh? Joey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> but uh, you can ask anybody at work. Uh, because like it's a it's a hospital unit, right? So we're like walking a just lot. The hallways. Yeah, mm. I walk so fast, dude, that people think that I like I'm just in a hurry and everybody's yeah. walking slow. Or when we're just out in public and there's <clears> somebody <throat> in front of me, and I'm like, dude, I take one stride and yours is like three of the same stride. Nah, bro, there's like, something different about people who work in hospitals, bro, because their walking speed <clears throat> is not normal. Yeah, dude, mine That's is. A, yeah, it's a hustler. They be walking fast, bro. Mine is fast, dude. Hustler mentality. I remember walking yeah. walking into the ERs and I didn't know where to go. These nurses would be like, follow me and I'd lose them. They'd be gone. You do. They, yeah. <laughs> like, follow me, goes through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> they float. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, uh, you know those like videos on uh, like Instagram or TikTok where like the server goes like, hey, come follow me. And then like they start running around the, the restaurant because <laughs> yeah. you have to like follow them really quickly. Yeah. Oh, damn. yeah. Pet peeve. Dang, I was like trying to think of one. I don't, I feel like that's like the same for me when people, it would, it wouldn't be just for walking. It would just, if people aren't going Mm. my same pace which is also something i probably so need to like the same thing you know, yeah pretty much the same thing i guess but no but it also goes into like driving it goes into oh, like so that's what okay. i'm saying it, like mm. it, because okay so for me i'm like i'm a delivery person so like i i am running yeah from all set time <laughs> so i'm just like running upstairs or something like that or like and the, i don't know <laughs> you tossed like, their package dude there. there's like this guy today who just like who was just like in my way and he was just like walking like slow you just and then i'll just bro. like and i'll just like behind i was like <laughs> i couldn't get around him because i felt like that would have been like, <laughs> yeah. hey behind you yeah no i can't i just didn't have any room because he was taking up the whole space it was just like this he had duffel bags and he was just like <laughs> you should have made ape sounds right now <laughs> <I know. laughs> just, just grab a bar yeah excuse me still your banana and then i run toss a banana at their feet bro Oh my god! Yeah it's, yeah, it's probably something like that. Yeah. Or when people like throw away trash, like and they yeah. miss in the, the trash, trash can, can and they just ignore it, dude. And I'm just like, hey, dude. Yeah. And then I pick it up. You're and then I put it in my person. pocket. Yeah. And then I take it. In <laughs> if a it's minute. a banana peel, you you keep it. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a pretty simple question: What's your favorite way to celebrate something? Let's say you just had a big accomplishment, mm. like something with a brand, or you just got a new job, like. How do you personally like to celebrate? Like I, initially, what's your first thought? What are you gonna do? I wanna hang out with people. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty extroverted. So I mean like, I love celebrating with people, especially if it's, I don't know, something like that yeah. I have to, that I wanna celebrate like for. Yeah. Uh, whether if it's just like one-on-one -on -one time with like me and Nia or like I'm with a group of people and we're like celebrating something, mm -hmm. which is, yeah. So that's most of the time I'm just like, dang, anyone doing anything? I'm gonna go celebrate or something like that. Yeah. So it's most of the time I just wanna hang out with people yeah just because i i want people to match kind of like my energy of how i'm right. feeling mm -hmm. even if yeah. they don't but yeah i'd say the same i think going out to eat <clears throat> and just hanging out is like my favorite thing right after an accomplishment especially yeah. when the people that you go out with like really really want to celebrate you right yeah. and yeah. it's not just okay we're just going out to eat it's just another night like they they make you feel like known or they make you feel like dang I'm proud of you, bro. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's me. I don't celebrate. <laughs> Dang it. 
Dang, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, same answer as you guys. I, especially me, me and my wife, bro, we love going out to eat yeah. after like big things. But yeah, hanging out with people and eating, bro. Yeah, Always got to celebrate with food. Mm-hmm. It's community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Community in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Dang, bro. That was fun. Yeah. Fun conversation. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I love being back here. Yes, sir. Welcome on the podcast, dude. And, this is, um, you're it's like your third last time, time yeah. here. <laughs> third and last time. Yeah. Sign into the Patreon. You don't get Zach. Tier one, tier one, tier one. No, next Zach. time you come back, you just make ape sounds the whole time. <laughs> no, next time he comes back, he's just a monkey. Comment, comment down below he's eating if a you banana. want Zach to stay or if you want Zach to go. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, guy man. just, you know... Yeah. I was gonna bring something up, but never mind. Yeah. It's like this guy de evolutionized. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jumanji. Yeah. Just what like uh, what episode would this be? This would be 15. Whoa. Dang, dude. you got 15 er? Yes, sir. Let's go. Wow. Dang, that's insane, actually. Wow, that's dude, so much. We, we've got a teenager of a podcast, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah 15 months. <laughs> 15 months. <laughs> oh. Dang, man. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for watching. Yeah. On to the next one.